G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. When bad things happen to good people, those good people often overreact. We throw up our hands, we complain, we blame, we carry on, we we struggle and try to change things that we can't change. But what if what God really wants is for us to embrace the journey that he's got us on? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take another look at your faith from a different perspective. And please do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet. It's called More Hope Than You Can Ever Imagine. And I'd love to send you a free copy to help fill you to overflowing with the rock-solid certain hope available to you in Christ and Christ alone. Let's face it, we want life to be comfortable. Who doesn't? I mean, comfort is, it's kind of rooted in us through our basic needs. We need food, shelter, sleep, safety. We need those basic things. But here's what happens. When we have those, we find ways of enhancing them, embellishing them, don't we? It's not enough to have a roof over our heads. We want to own that roof. And it's not enough to have a few rooms. We want more rooms. And in fact, the more we get, the more we want. Before we know it, we're spending our lives trying to kind of cocoon ourselves in as much luxury that we can get our hands on. That's what happens in in developing countries as well as in the Western world. Those who have want to have more. In fact, people go into debt to have more. And then when the economy takes a massive nosedive, as it always does, they lose everything because of their debt and their world falls apart. That's our instinct. It's who we are. Very few people on planet Earth ever learn to be content with who they are and what they have. And here it is, very few people ever embrace the journey that God's got them on, with all its ups and downs. You know why I think that is? Because deep down we're still living our lives for us, thinking that's where we'll find satisfaction rather than for God, which is actually where true joy and satisfaction will be found. You know why I think that is? Because deep down, we're still living our lives for us, thinking that that's where we'll find satisfaction rather than for God, which is actually where true joy and true satisfaction are to be found. At some point in our lives, we need to wake up to the fact that living a life of faith is about living a life for God and not for us. And it's at that point that the sense that something's not quite right goes away. It's when we ditch the worldly template of success and embrace wholeheartedly with every fibre of our being the template of success of the one who taught, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and yet forfeit their lives. Mark chapter 8, verses 34 to 36. I was listening to a man the other day, Tim, telling the story 
of the last decade or so of his life. In his early 20s, he finally gave his life over to Jesus with all his heart. And he set out on a journey of starting and growing a business with the intention of not only providing a living for himself and his business partners, but also for using the wealth and the expertise of the business quite specifically and intentionally for the glory of God. The business, though, went from bad to worse. It didn't make sense. He had a house to sell, but it wouldn't sell. It came to the point where they were relying on food parcels to get by. Tim spoke of having dark nights of the soul every night of the week. In the middle of all that, as he was wondering what for the love of God was going on, he felt God say to him, Tim, do you have the faith to live a life that doesn't matter? The question came at the point when he couldn't take it anymore. He struggled with the question and he answered, yes. That was the beginning of change. It was the point at which his business slowly started to turn around, little by little. And not long after, the call of God on both Tim and his business partner became clear. Strangely, as he was sharing this story with me and a group of other businessmen, he used that same word that had been going around in my mind in putting together this series of programs. Tim talked about being forever vulnerable in God's hands and adopting a spirit of vulnerability. Here's the bottom line. Tim embraced his journey. So many people are struggling with the journey that they're on because they're applying the world's template of success rather than God's. And as I discovered the hard way too, that's something that tears us apart on the inside. Even if we can't quite put our finger on it, even if we can't quite give it a name, it's not until we understand that this journey we're on is handmade for us, handcrafted, that we can let go and be vulnerable. Listen to how the psalmist puts it. God, it was you who formed my inner parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. I know that very well. My frame wasn't hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance, and in your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end, and I'm still with you. Psalm 139. See, here's someone who puts two and two together. He realizes that not only is he who God made him to be, but every step of his journey was planned even before any of them ever existed, before time began. And in that knowledge, the psalmist stands in complete awe of God. Who he is fits perfectly with the journey God's got him on, even if it doesn't always seem that way. Listen to me, please listen. It is time to embrace the journey. The particular journey that God's got us on, you, yours, me, mine. Faith isn't about fighting the journey. It's not about wrestling with God and, and commanding mountains to fall into the ocean that God had planned all along should be there for all time. No doubt there are things in our lives that the Master would change. But first and foremost, he would have us forever vulnerable in his hands. As Paul puts it, a thorn was given to me in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. 
So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 9. Paul discovered that no amount of faith will undo God's plans, however uncomfortable they might be. It is one such as this who is ready for a faith that can move mountains, because it is one such as this whose heart is only to move the mountains that God wants moved. The faith that Jesus spoke of is not a faith that wrestles with God's often incomprehensible plans. It's not a faith that fights God. It's one that cooperates fully with the plans and the purposes of God, no matter what the cost, and a mighty life that will be. Listen up. The world has dropped a template of success into our heads that it's all about achieving things that the world values. Fame, fortune, recognition. But God's template of success is all about vulnerability. It's about a life laid down at his feet to do his bidding no matter what the cost. Until we lay down the world's plan and take up his, we will forever be torn inside. Faith isn't given to us to work against the plans of God. It's for achieving the plans of God. A life thus surrendered is ready for the sort of faith that moves mountains. Like it or not, sometimes the going in life gets tough. It's so easy to be filled with faith and overflowing in hope when everything's going fine. But when life takes a turn for the worse, when the pressure's really on, our hope seems all too often to evaporate. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called More Hope Than You Can Ever Imagine. Because His Word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll fill you to overflowing with a rock-solid certain hope available to you in Christ and Christ alone. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.